Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello there, I'm Alice Oliver and you're listening to Just Films and That, the podcast that celebrates films we think might be underrated or underseen. It was Josh's turn to pick this week and he went with Eagle versus Shark from 2007. So let's see how we get on. Hi there, Josh. So, you picked this week's film, Eagle vs. Shark. I so, did. spoiler warning, listeners, if you haven't seen that one yet. So, Josh, do tell us, what is the film about and why did you pick it? So, it is the first feature film by Taika Waititi, who most people will know for doing um, the most recent Thor films and uh, Free Guy. and jo- Well, he was in Free Guy, didn't direct it. And um, Jojo Rabbit, which he also wrote and directed. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I picked it. It is about, essentially, it's set in New Zealand and it's about two sort of misfits, played by Jermaine Clown and Lauren Horsley, who um, just sort of get together and, and it's about her meeting his family and they're just sort of misfits and oddballs and, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much what it's about. It's sort of a relatively gentle indie comedy, really. Mm-hmm. Why did I pick it? Well... I wanted to pick Taika Waititi film because he's one of my favorite directors, and I've I've oh, seen really? ev- I've yeah. seen every feature film he's done. Oh wow! Yeah, which I didn't. Super fun. I, I was only thinking this the other day when we did, when I did the little mini episode on Love and Thunder. I didn't even mm. even touch on that, I suppose, because the Marvel films are such massive products. You don't really think of the director as it being a director's film, do you? It's just sort of yeah, very, much a, stu- mean, yeah. very much a studio film. So mm. I picked that because I wanted to pick a Taika Waititi film. I originally picked it because I thought it was underseen. It's his first film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of the, the lesser known films. There's a, a film he did after this called Boy. It was between that and this. I might pick Boy another time, but I went for this because it's the earliest one. Then I looked at the ratings and thought, well, actually, maybe it is a little bit underrated. And Ooh, I just, and I just, yeah. And I thought, um, you know what? It's a relatively gentle indie film let's have a look at it we haven't done something like this for for a while um as i say i think it's underseen because i don't know how it did worldwide and i think it's a little bit underrated now i'm really interested to know what you thought of this because Mm. even when i told you what it was you were excited by the title Mm -hmm. did you think this was like a mega shark versus giant octopus deal or that's that's exactly what i thought josh <laughs> that is that is exactly what i thought uh, well I... it's not gonna live up to that is it it's not gonna no live up to it's it. not i i got my evening all ready i said to ollie hey guess what i'm gonna watch eagle versus shark and he was like i don't think that is what you think it is you know <laughs> and i was like no no i reckon it's gonna be sick it's gonna be sick and obviously put it on and i was like Where's the the eagle fighting the shark? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So wasn't what I was expecting, (laughs) but that's okay. I mean, I mean, who's winning in that? It's shark, right? 
I thought, no, nah, I thought Eagle, you know, in my head when I was picturing it, because nah. obviously I was like, you know, beginning to end when you told me the title, because if no one's made that film yet, then why? But definitely the eagle. I reckon the eagle got this man. Those claws. I reckon massive, massive claws like that. Suppose they're, it depends, they're like hands, it? aren't they? The shark would have to be in water, right? So well, yeah. Obviously how do you make it case. a fair fight? Because it, all the sharks got to do is drag the eagle underwater, and it's, it's no. Knackered. So it's it's obviously a shark that can come onto land for some reason. Like right. you know, you just figure <laughs> that out so that then they're against each other. Because you drag that into water, so it's not going to be fair. So the shark can breathe air. <laughs> And maybe has legs and arms like a little right. dog. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think a, I think a, a shark smashed an eagle all day for me. Dear. Well, interesting because um, I disagree. So, we'll listeners, put it out. We'll put it out. Listeners, yeah. in a in a fight between a giant eagle and a megalodon style shark, who's winning that? Right. But in my version, the shark can come onto land. So yeah, a walking shark and a normal. Yeah, you eagle. do this in water; it's obviously the sharks. <laughs> and you do it, yeah. And if you do it in the sky, the shark's just going to fall to its death. So exactly, there's got to yeah. be there's got to be different rules. But anyway, okay. anyway. I, I was worried this might happen, and this would become so, about so, that. so you're already on the back foot because it's not about an eagle fighting a shark. But and what, I was looking what, forward what? to that as well. So <laughs> what did you think? Apart right. from the initial disappointment. The, after after I got over the shock and I was able to sit still and relax. So in general, I feel like it is a slightly wacky take on, shall we say, some of the more important and tender moments in life. Mm. So like the vessel is ridiculous and fun, but inside is a whole bunch of emotion and heartfelt moments. I feel like it's clear what it's going for. It knows what it wants to be and the execution has worked really well. It feels a bit like a story between people who have like gotten older but haven't grown up or perhaps haven't developed in the way that they would have liked. Mm. So they're still awkward and find it hard to express themselves and feel like they can't really be themselves. And it's kind of about how do you navigate being in your 20s? Because they are in their 20s, right? That's so. the I impression think, I, think I get. I think at one point yeah. he says, at one point Jermaine Clement's character says he's 28. Yeah, man. I feel like so he says exactly. he's 28. He's so not being 28. that age. He's about no. 40. Like, he's but always anyway, been, he's but always the, been about 40. He looks 40. the same age then <laughs> as he does now. He doesn't look he any does. different. Um, um, but so anyway, yeah, yeah, so imagine, yeah, so it's like it's like feeling like you're still 18 even yeah. though you're in your late it's, 20s. It's a bit, um, have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? I haven't, but that is exactly so, what Ollie so, said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I've, I've spoken to, to your other half about Napoleon Dynamite. So for me... Mm. And I might get I might get pelters for this. So like it's my one of my other half's favorite films. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it. I've watched you it with her about that. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it. I must have watched it four times, five times, right. and every time I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I see a bit of that in this, but I think it's okay. more. Um, I don't want to say more linear. It's more. I don't know. I just think it's 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 better. I think it's funnier. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I can't really put my finger on it. There's more to this. I think there's more, the more substance to this. There's more reason why the characters and are the way they are and stuff. It's, it's a bit mm-hmm. like that. And it's also a bit like, and I don't know if you've mentioned, if you've seen this or not, but have you seen Flight of the Concords? Yes. I so have. obviously Jermaine Clement's in Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi, I think the first thing he directed back over in the States was about four or five episodes of Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a sense of that in this as well. Isn't there like a, fish out of water, oddball, misfit type deal. Yeah, but without it being too overt and, and too extrovert, too, I like, suppose. Like face. it's about yeah. it's about the subtle things that make you different and mm. that make you, in your view, like a bit weird. Mm. But 
in in other films, I suppose, in the more traditional Hollywood ones, those characters would be so extreme, like getting up in your face about, oh, look how weird I am. This is how, like, it would all be just so much. But there was a subtlety in this, even though it was still absurd. It's That is such a fine balance to strike, mm. I think, between it being absurd and being subtle and emotive. Yeah. But it, it, I think he nailed it, you know? Yeah, it's it's a fine line between quirky and annoying Yes, exactly. Uh, and, and, I, and I do. I agree. I, th- I think this this film completely nails it. And they're not going to harp on about it. But like the Napoleon Dynamite comparison, I find mm-hmm. it more annoying than quirky. Whereas this, I think mm-hmm. the balance is is better. But that's just my opinion. Um, well, I'm glad. Want to send so- Josh your opinions on Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> Please contact him my, directly. My <laughs> personal mobile number is 07. Yeah. Um, so, well, so overall, did you did you enjoy it then? I did, certainly. Yeah, I did. Well, I thought good. it was I'm funny. Glad. I thought it was moving. You got over the thought... initial disappointment. It lingered. <laughs> it lingered. There might be some things I might talk about later. Uh, but no, overall, I, I did think it was really good and I was really happy that you chose it. Oh, good. Um, what are the, some of the standout things for you, do you think? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think this film particularly, like, is, it's, it's not, like, amazing, it's not changing the world, but I do think it's a decent sort of indie comedy. Um, I think there's a really nice... Similar to what you said there, there's a really nice feel, a really nice quirkiness to, to the comedy. I think overall, it's very low stakes. It's a, and I've talked about this before, it's a little slice of life film. We were mm. two people who were just outcasts who end up in a relationship. And I think there's a there's a real sweetness to their oddballness and to their misfitness. I really love little things in this film that are sort of, I know we've touched on this before about people who are just happy with their lot, people who are just happy in their little worlds. And I do think there's a real sweetness to that. Look like, for example, in it, the main character, Lily, she lives with her brother. They both just work jobs and they're just happy to sort of rumble on and rumble on. And in it, they exist in their little world where they absolutely adore each other as brother and sister. Mm. And she thinks he's really good at impressions. Mm. And he's like, he's proper shit at impressions. Yeah. It's like he does like Arn and he's like, oh, I'll be back. Like that. And she she thinks it's hilarious. And that it's yeah. like an absolute dead on Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> impression, right? But obviously you know it's shit and you're laughing at that. But then at the same time, layered under that, you, you laughing at that, there's a real sweetness to it. You know, it's not taking mm. the piss out of them. It's not going, look how, look how shit they are. Because it's actually going, look how sweet they are. They're just sort of just love each other and they're just happy with each other and all that sort of thing so i really like stuff like that and then you add to that mm. the real the, the feel of the film you know it's got really nice soundtrack it's got like really nice sort of melodic acoustic music that feels calm and gentle and soft and it's mm. just nice a bit different from lara croft tomb raider a little bit different sure. from basement jacks yeah, yeah it is. A little bit. there's a bit of bowie in there um, mm. there's a bit of I can't remember there's, there's a few other bits there's a lot of elements of because um, Lily Lily's character in it plays the guitar badly but yeah. she'll be playing the music and then the actual song will come on after mm. she's finished singing it and stuff like that classic L- technique love classic it. classic <laughs> I love there's little animations all the way through it that sort of um, well, the little, little apples and they usually represent the state of of um, of, of Lily and, um, oh my God, I've forgotten Jermaine Clement's character. Jared. Jared. Jared, Josh. J- Lily and Jared's relationship. <laughs> um, and I really like that. So overall, I think it's quite funny as well. Like it, it, it is a bit like, it's 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 laughing at 
it's quite daft and it's human. Like there's a bit where they're having a tournament on a, like a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a real fighting game, but it's it's you know it's like a Street Fighter or a Tekken or something like that. And they're oh, all well, it's called what's it called? Fight Man or something like that. Fight Man. I think Fight it's called Man. Fight Man. But, yeah. they're, but they're having a tournament on that, and obviously mm-hmm. everyone there's loads of people in it who play normally and play competitively, and they're all called like. Ice, uh, one of them's called Ice Elf Queen, and one of them's mm. called Valkyrie Blood. And there's a bit where it's like, right, okay, Ice Elf Queen has, has beaten Valkyrie Blood, and then one of them goes, Tony, and there's just a guy yeah. called Tony. <laughs> so it's quite quirky in that sense, and I and mm-hmm. I think it's quite funny. I think I think the performances are pretty good in it. You know, Jermaine Jermaine Clement's good in this. He's he's quite good at that oddball sort of thing, isn't he? Um, I think Lauren Horsley's good in this. Um, she's I think she's she had a hand in writing it with Taika Waititi, I think, mm. and she um. I think she's really sweet. She's really endearing. She does some really interesting stuff like with her body language and with her eyes to show that Lily is quite shy and quite reserved, but then she comes out of a shell mm. as the film goes on. And I think, I think she's really good. I think it's just very sweet. I think, I think it's just a very sweet little film and you can see from this why Taika Waititi would then go on and, you know, the more success he gets, the more he is backed, the bigger things he can do. And then you end up with films like, you know, so this wasn't the first Tiger Watiti film I saw. I think the first Tiger Watiti film I saw was Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Um, and that's really great if you've not seen that. But, you know, that's a little bit different. That's got, you know, there's a lot more. You can tell that there's more money. It's not a massive, you know, it's not a Marvel film. It's not like a big CGI fight at the end or whatever. But there's just, more, you know, it's more high high def. There's more to it. There's more cast in it. Whereas there's about six characters in this. Mm-hmm. Um and no yeah I think I just think it's great I think it's 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 a it's just a lovely little film I think it deserves to be seen by more people and I, th- I think it deserves to be more highly rated yeah and like you say all the characters I think are really likable like pretty much all of them but for different reasons so you've got like Lily who seems to want a bit more from life like she mm. doesn't like her job she wants a boyfriend but hasn't really been sure how to go about it like until the film starts and then you see a confidence build up. And she turns up at a party in a shark outfit. Like, come on, there's a serious bottle involved with that one. And then you've got Jared, who seems like a very shy guy, but wants to project like this air that he's more important. Yeah. And that he especially wants Lily to be like impressed by him. Like when he's talking about how he's got to go home to kill a man, but he just means that he's going to go and beat up his school bully. Um, like he's trying to come across as like this hard man but he just isn't. Um, But then in amongst his facade and some of his more hilarious moments, he has some really like lovely qualities, really. Like he introduces people he likes to others by stating the thing that they're good at. So he introduces Lily to his friends as family. Like, this is Lily. She's the best fight man player I've ever seen. And then (laughs) same thing with his friend Mason. He says like, oh, he's the best hacker I've ever known. And he's also really explicit when he's asking Lily for consent when their relationship turns sexual. (laughs) Like he asks if he can kiss her and then asks her if she wants to lie down in bed. So he's actually really, really likable, even though at first you're kind of not sure where it's going to go with him and what your relationship to him is. Yeah, it's it's odd, isn't it? Because he sort of is... He's, he, he's like he's, he's sweet, but he's also like a bit of a dick at the same time. But he's mm. but he's not a dick in a malicious sense. He's like just a bit deluded. It's definitely a film about two people who just want to be either loved or looked up to in some way. You mm-hmm. know, in it. So there's a big plot line running through it that that um, Jared's brother was the favorite and he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taika. <laughs> and that's Taika Waititi he plays Taika, and he only plays him in like. He plays him in like photos and videos and stuff, oh, doesn't so he? Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. He looks brilliant. He looks but, absolutely brilliant. And there's a whole thing all the way through that he just wants to impress his dad. 
Yeah. But then there's a whole thing through all the way through where Lily just wants to be, you know, like my Jared and mm. like my other people. So I think that's where the, the sweetness really, really comes into it as well. Mm, so definitely. Here's one for you. So so you're going to to the same party as them. All right. Go as your favorite animal. Orca, obviously. That do, do I have I got it? Are we Josh, are we even talking about this? Have you even got to ask? Your favorite animal's an orca. Of course it is. Have you ever seen them? They're the gangsters of the ocean. They're majestic and intelligent and complex. I love them, Josh. Have I not have I not mentioned this over and over no, again? Really? You've never mentioned that you like orcas. What? Have I I'm no, surely not. Listeners, let me know if I've mentioned if I like all orcas <laughs> slash kill whales. I was gonna say dog. I'm sure nah, it's orcas every day, man. Every day. Why, right, what about you? What's your favourite animal? Well, I thought my favorite animal is probably just like a dog, but I'm not going. Yeah, as dogs a, are I'm not, sick, I'm not going as a dog. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's like you know. It's time to impress done. Josh. If I'm going to a party, they've got eagle, they've gone shark. Where are you at? If I'm going to a party and it's a costume party, and I'm like, I'm going to impress here. Plus, the characters are sort of on the pole. So say I'm, you know, say I'm unattached and I'm on the pole. Okay, go on. It's all about big giraffe. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Big giraffe. <laughs> big, That's it. Big giraffe This neck. long neck really big, woos big, the if ladies. If I could possibly come up with an optical illusion that makes my head in the giraffe's head with a big long neck, it's all about big giraffe neck. That's hilarious. So <laughs> giraffe versus orca. orca. We'll see. We'll see who fares in that. I've got, I've got a lot of money on myself. <laughs> 
so so what else then? I think you've got, it looks like you've got more there to say apart from the fact that you love orcas, which I never knew before. So so what else? What else did you like about this film? I'm sure I've told you before, but anyway. So I really like the way the film expresses that Jared's sister and brother-in-law have made some poor financial decisions, <laughs> yeah. right? They've got all this stuff that they have to get rid of, that they have to sell to them. They try and sell it to Lily. What is it? Is it stuff like tracksuits? It's makeup. And... It's, there's like shit, yeah. there's shit. There's what is obviously shit makeup. And then it's there's so their own, funny. they say they have their own line of clothing and it's all like oh, shell, yeah. shell yeah. suits and track suits and stuff, but it's all like really badly, well, it's, it's made to look like it's really badly made stuff. Mm. But, yeah, no, yeah, it's, but it's stuff like that, isn't it? It's, it's funny, like there's a lot of, like say, I suppose deluded characters in it. Yeah, there is a little bit. Or, or I suppose maybe ones that were really optimistic, but now their optimism has expired, yeah. shall we say. And it's like, no, you can't still be optimistic when you've still got 800 of these tracksuits mm. in your garage. I'm sorry, but nobody <laughs> wants them. Um, I know you touched on it before then, but I do really like Lily's relationship with her brother. So it's like, as well as getting to know her and Jared as a duo, you also get to know her and Damon as a duo. Mm. And they have some really funny moments. So, so I think he's getting ready to drive at one point, and Lily says something like, oh, don't forget the safety grass, and then picks up a blade of grass and gives it to him. Like, it's that sibling lore, isn't it? It's like those weird in-jokes, so like things shit, that have been going it? on for so it's, long. It's like, <laughs> you, you can't explain in-jokes. It's like, you go, we've got a joke in our family, and it's like, you know, you know yeah, it's like, yeah. I know. And if you start doing it, like if you start speaking, people in the family know immediately what you're talking and about, you're, but and people not in that circle are like, what the fuck And it's never about? funny. It's never it's, funny. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. A joke in our family, it's like, oh, basketball. It's, yeah. What? It's, not, it's not funny to anyone. It's like a no. proper hat to be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I wonder, there's a lot of that going on between them, I think. Um, and just finally, I think the comic timing of this is really, really good. And the moments where you hang in the awkwardness really add a lot to the comedy as well. So when they're playing the video games, Lily chooses her name as Dangerous Person. <laughs> so then we, of course, have to watch her type individual each individual letter into the console. And you're just hanging there waiting <laughs> for the scene to end and it doesn't end. And oh, Just brilliant. Really clever. Really, really clever. Really good like, awkward humour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We'll move on now then to talking about anything that we perhaps didn't like about the film or that we would change. So, Josh, you chose it. Let's go to you first. What are you thinking? There's not... I couldn't think of loads, to be mm -hmm. honest. If I had to say one thing, it'd be there's a few pacing issues. Like, it's like it's mm -hmm. not it's not a long film. I think it's an hour and 40 or something like that. But it does drop in the pace a little bit in places. It's a little bit boring in places, particularly I think it's about... It certainly picks up towards the end, the last sort of mm -hmm. 20 minutes or so, but I think maybe about 50 minutes an hour in, the pace drops a little bit. And mm. I think there's also there's there's, there's a, a touch of it with the more could happen. They could have done more with the characters. Like there's the plot line where Jared wants to beat up his school bully, mm -hmm. but they could have done more with Lily. Like she just does a lot of sort of sitting around, talking to his family and, mm. and nothing more. And I get that it's about that she wants, she likes him and she wants to be his girlfriend and she wants to be loved by him and all that. But they, I think there could also have been more for her to do. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what it is. And I also get that it's a low stakes film and it's just about their little lives and it's and all that. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe there doesn't need to be. But for me, those two things go hand in hand. 
pacing off is a little bit off because I think the it runs out of steam a little bit before it picks up towards the end of the film. Um, so perhaps mm-hmm. they could have filled that or altered that pacing by giving Lily maybe just one more thing to do, whatever that whatever that might be. But, but other than that, I really couldn't I really couldn't say anything. I just don't think there's there's much to dislike about this film. What what about you? Apart from the fact that it wasn't about an eagle fighting a shark. So that is the main thing, obviously, that I'm taking away from this. So I think the title <laughs> is deceptive. Uh, I would like to have a word with Tyker's people, please. Um, but I'm sort of being semi-genuine, right? Because I did genuinely have an emotional sort of response to it where I'd hyped myself up. I mm. thought, sick, I'm going to watch an eagle fight a giant shark. <laughs> and when it wasn't that, like... It's the complete opposite to, of that as well. I had to rewire my brain a little mm. bit and be like, right, no, this is going to be a different experience. But it says a lot about me that I would just assume. Like, because that's incorrect as well. Hollywood has done this to me, I think, where... It's just like, yeah, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Like, there's yeah. no nuance here. Yeah. So I guess I just thought that that's what I was getting there. It's like, oh, it must actually just be an eagle fighting a shark. <laughs> um, so apart from that, I touched on it when we were talking about the likes, but obviously it's very, it really is what it is. It's not trying to be anything different. And it, it is that genre and it is that sort of content. Mm. It's that sort of story. If you're not into that, yeah. you can't watch this film. Like it's, I think... We spoke about it a little bit with the the way way back as well, possibly, but like yeah, it's definitely you can see I, I can see a why this probably didn't make loads of money, depending mm-hmm. on how much money they put behind it. But but I can also get like why you'd you're not you're not renting this with like a with like a bunch of teenagers and being like eh, let's watch Eagle versus Shark because they're gonna mm. think it's boring. I think it's, yeah, it's it's not exciting, is it? I suppose that's what yeah. I'm getting. Uh, at. The, the way way back is a really good comparison. The other one that I had in mind was Happy Go Lucky. Yeah, it's, oh certainly, it's, it's, certainly. It's a film that's definitely yeah, it's an indie film, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's made for film lovers or it's made for people who want low stakes sort of thing. It's it's mm. there. So you can see emerging actors, writers, and directors, and and that sort of thing. So yeah, you're not you're not getting psyched up for this, and and you know wanting a sequel and wanting a big action scene and all that sort of stuff. So exactly, yeah, yeah, I can see how this wouldn't be it. I I could definitely see how this wouldn't be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, but a, a, apart from that, I don't have anything to add. On the whole, I had a really positive experience watching it. We'll move on now then to talking about the critical reception. So I haven't seen this, Josh, but if I remember rightly, at the beginning of the episode, you reckon it's underseen and underrated. So what are we thinking? I think this is easily a solid seven. Right, easily a solid seven. But if you're saying then it's underrated, Mm. then I reckon it got less. So I'm going to go early 60s for this. So I reckon 62% slash 6.2. But I would give it at least a seven. Okay, so you think it, if it is that, that will be underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So let's have a look. Then. So at the time of recording on IMDb, it gets six point seven. Mm-hmm. The audience on Rotten Tomatoes give it sixty-seven percent, so exactly the mm-hmm. same as IMDb. And then the critics give it fifty-six percent, which averages out at sixty-three. So, oh no, no, what, no, 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 yeah, no. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. That's down into the fives from the critics. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, not on board with that. No, me neither. Josh, I mean, I mean, like I said, it's not changing the world. It's not doing anything you've probably not even seen before. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not 
bad. It's just a nice no, little indie, indie comedy film, and I, and I think it deserves better than certainly deserves better than fifty six. I would agree oh, with yeah. you and say it's probably a solid seven. So, what do we think then? Is it is it underrated? Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. And then the next category is it underseen? Well, Josh, I thought it was going to be something totally different. So I reckon, yeah, it is. I reckon if people see that title, but then see that it's not about that, they might just skip it, you know. I reckon if you're scrolling down on your your streaming service or whatever, and you're like, oh, Eagle V Shatter, but then you kind of... the title betrays the content, I think. Yeah, uh, I know, if I you're like you me mean. and you're just a mainstream bitch with a Hollywood brain. But <laughs> I know, you know what you what mean. Mean. So, so if you see the poster, it brings the title into context because it's both mm-hmm. of them in their fancy dress costumes. So yeah. the poster is very much like this is an indie, quirky indie comedy. Mm-hmm. But if you just said, have you seen Eagle versus Shark? You know, you might as well be going, have you seen Batman versus Superman? Exactly. Like, exactly. so, so, so mm-hmm. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, I, I know what you mean, but I agree. I yeah, I said it was underseen. I think you know, considering how big Taika Waititi is now, I think this deserves to be seen by more people because this is his first feature film, and I think there's there's plenty to like in there. And I just I think go and give it a watch if you if you like Taika Waititi because this is the first thing he did, and she so can definitely see how he got better and bigger from here. Mm. Okay, so there we go. Another one in the underrated and underseen vault. I'm actually, I'm really glad about that. To be honest, I was, I was, I was on the fence whether or not you'd hate it because it was too quirky or think <laughs> it was sort of quite nice. I'm glad that you, yeah, you came down on the nice side. Now, normally, because we take it in mm. turns, it would be your right. turn to pick next week. It would, yeah. But I'm vetoing it. Oh crap! I'm, okay, yeah, I'm banning on. you. That's it. No more choices. All right, I'm I choose done. all the films. It's done. It's been nice working with you. No. So, next week is a really special episode. Do you know why, without me telling oh. you? Uh, oh, God. No, I don't know. Am I the worst film person yeah, ever? It, yeah, the worst film person ever. This has been a one oh, long no. prank. No. So, next week <laughs> is your 100th episode. Oh, is it now? It is. It's your 100th episode oh, of Just Films and that. So what? Ascent. What am I, a centurion? A centurion. A centaur? Yeah, A centaur, yeah. Half man, (laughs) half horse creature. So I thought, well, it's about time we did another classic. Mm -hmm. So what better way to celebrate your 100th episode than to watch and talk about... Oh, my God. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, my God. Are you being serious? (laughs) No, no, I'm not. I'm making it up. Um, So what we're going to be watching is... No. Yeah, so I thought, well, you've been very... You know, you've praised Terminator 2 a lot. So essentially, to celebrate 100 episodes, we're going to watch it and you can just talk about Terminator 2 for as long as you want. Josh, I can't tell you how happy that makes me. (laughs) Listeners, he genuinely hadn't told me. He said there was a surprise coming and I was like, nah, you know what? Wait till the last minute. You tell me then. Get an authentic reaction. But I've, I've, so I've been thinking about this, Josh, for some time. And I was like, how do I present it to Josh? How do, how I, do come I come to him and Josh say, listen, film? this film that is neither underseen nor <laughs> underrated doesn't need any more attention. But how do we do it? I need to be able to do it because I've never watched it critically. Mm. I've always watched it for pleasure. And I reckon if I go back and watch it critically, I'm going to have the best time i can already like imagine some of the scenes and some of the things that happen and thinking yeah here's why this is sick this is sick (laughs) james cameron's a genius arnie is my fave like 
oh, yeah. boss, this is the best news I've had in fucking ages. Right, quick. So, quick. yes, let's, let's join hang us, up now so we can go join record us, it. Join us next week for Alice's 100th episode where we're going to be talking about Terminator 2 oh, Judgment what Day. Um, what so, hey, you better say on social media why we're doing it, though, because people, you know what people like, they'll go, well, that ain't under scene or under oh. It's just like... No, no, everyone. It's a special treat for me. Yeah. The amount of people who go, we're doing a classic film, they go, it's not underrated. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic, haven't I? But anyway, join us next week. We're going to be celebrating 100 episodes of Alice. I'm going to be talking about Terminator wow. 2 Judgment Day. In the oh meantime... Oh, my God. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch with us, it's films on that pod at gmail.com. We're on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just for search for Just Films and That or Films and That Pod. If you're clicking all the links in our bios, there's a little link tree there. That's got a link to all of our stuff. And we're also on your televisions, aren't we, Alice? We are indeed. We are on the local TV network every Friday from 6pm. So if you live in Birmingham, Bristol, Liverpool, Leeds or the northeast of England, you can find us on Channel 7 on Freeview. Or if you live in North Wales or South Wales, you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview. Or you can live anywhere in the country and we'll be on Channel 188. That's every Friday evening on the local TV network. Yes, lots of ways to listen to us, lots of ways to Look at our content, see us on the telly, aren't you lucky? So, yes, all that remains to be said is, how much are you looking forward to next week, Alice? Oh, my God, don't, <laughs> don't even, I can't. How I are might, we going to, I might not, even, might not even turn up. Serious question, are we keeping this to half an hour? Ah, it's fine. That's going to be hard. Maybe it. release it in five yeah, parts. Yeah, that's the longest ever episode, <laughs> after 24 hours. Can you beat perhaps 24 you hours talking about Terminator? Easy, easy. So, you want minute-by-minute minute analysis, I'm here. <laughs> so... Yes, join us next week. And all that remains to be said is thank you very much for listening as ever. And it's goodbye from me. Cheerio. I'll be back. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.